0: Effective revenue growth. It's the hottest topic right now in successful B2B companies. So what better way to help you learn more about revenue amplification than listening to insights from leading professionals? We've sourced a great lineup of experts who deliver fresh insights on the strategies, tools, process, analysis, and alignment that they all use. We hope you enjoy the series. Subscribe to get the latest videos straight to your inbox. Laura Stoner has been in SaaS for 13 years, doing the full gamut in sales operation from lead booking through cash. CPQ has played a big role in scaling operations at all three companies. She's been kind enough to take the time to share some of her wisdom and the lessons that she's learned. Whether you're getting started or whether you're a scale up, Laura has some great practical advice to share. Came to mind. Um, so I, I, I'd love for you to share some of those with, with folks.
1: Sure. So there's always lots of lessons learned, but um, one of the common theme I'd say is that when you're going to take on a CPQ project, it's a good opportunity for your organization to try to simplify in a lot of key areas. Um, and when you do that simplification, you know, one common area, of course, they want to relook at their order templates and things like that, and that's great. The presentation of that is real important to sales, but it starts with partnering with your product teams. Um, A lot of times the product teams work in a silo and they only focus on their particular product um, and how that is priced and how it is managed, but they really need to look holistically about how the whole offering is presented to a customer and how that presents on an order, not just the first order, but when you upsell that order or when you renew that order. Um, And I feel like there's a lot that falls down in that process. Most product teams really focus on just what new business looks like. And if you're in SaaS, which I've been in SaaS for the past 13 years, you want to plan in advance for that upsell, cross-sell, and renewal event. And when a lot of people reach the point in the, to your point about scale-up, they've got a pretty big handful of customers that they've sold to. They've got a lot of renewals to process. They're trying to process upsells. And it can get really complicated, even if you're a pretty simple SaaS business, if you haven't done a good job of thinking through how you were going to upsell, cross-sell, renew that business, and whether or not your purchase records were set up correctly uh, and you collected the right data to help that upsell and renewal process. So that's a big Lessons learned that I would really encourage a lot more um, simplification, planning up front with the product teams. And one of the things we talked about last time, the last one was um, planning in advance for what it's going to be like to move into your new house, right? The CPQ is the new house that you're building and you're going to build it out for your future. Uh, to meet all your needs, but that doesn't mean that your old furniture is going to fit real well in the new house. And when your sales reps come into the new environment, they're going to expect that they can find all their old stuff, right? And make it work in the new environment. And a lot of times, you know, the part that a CPQ vendor maybe can't help with necessarily out of the box is, do you, is all your data correct, right? Do you even have a purchase record to migrate? Um, a lot of time there's some manual work that's needed to build up your purchase record so that the CPQ tool can even leverage it or audit it uh, or get it into a new format. And I would encourage anybody tackling this to try to think that through and start that work in advance, not just after the kickoff, because the sell, you know, salespeople are going to expect that all the role stuff is in the new environment um, and it can take a lot of work. Uh, to make that happen. And um, that can definitely happen in parallel, but it's a effort that has to be funded and get the same as much same priority as getting your CPQ implementation right.
0: Yeah, so all renovations aren't the same and you can't always pull one stuff from the next. So great analogy in terms of bringing it back to yeah. what we're all doing a little bit more of this summer, doing more home renos and more outside work, so. <laughs> You do, there was there was kind of keeping it simple kind of looking at kind of startup to scale up as well Laura um, you know you talked about you know kind of involving leadership early on um, you know so kind of making sure that you have enough of a budget right as you kind of look to some of those things do you want to share some insights um, on that respect
1: right so you know typically when I've been uh, brought into an organization is because they are really focused on scaling up and you know they're Again, the renewals have become overwhelming and there's so much order volume that they need more automations. Um, and you need the scale of, of the processes. So, you know, organizations tend to run into a lot of barriers that, that, you know, the salespeople are doing things manually, they're trying to collect approvals manually, they're getting their orders checked manually and they need to get all those things automated or as much as they can for your different classes of orders. You know, you're, you. I would always encourage anybody to, that's, you know, planning for scale, that it's never a one size fits all. Certainly if you have different types of uh, customers that you target, you may have your uh, small and medium business, you may have your mid-market and then enterprise clients. The enterprise clients may be the ones that are always gonna need a little, a little uh, high touch, but, um, the, for your mid-market and uh, SMB, you really want those orders to be as automated as possible um, in order for you to get efficiencies. You know, I know I reached a point in many organizations where you just can't, it's not smart to throw more people at the problem. You've got to be able to make the options available for sales for them to self-help and for orders to route and be compliant with while staying in the system that way orders will pass through to finance you know easily for to you know for the back end booking and invoicing etc so i would definitely um you know a cpq is fundamental and as we've talked about before the heart of getting that scale up processing because it's the it sits right at the center of your front end and back end processes right it is the true heart of the business where it it honors all your order rules, right? Make sure you can help those reps configure correctly. And when a business is scaling up, they are thinking about how they're gonna meet their audit requirements, how are they gonna meet their socks controls requirements, help speed sales, but still capture the approvals that they need. I've, I personally have been on the other side of uh, the audits and having to produce all of the right approvals and you can't do it without a tool. And it, it's just painful without a tool. And usually these types of projects, getting a CPQ project funded, can easily happen with the backing of your finance team just helping justify the fact that you won't be able to pass your audit, first of all, and meet your SOC requirements without having these controls in place that a CPQ allows. Um, and you really shouldn't have any issue making the business case when you look at all the efficiencies that can be um, gained from a proper implementation. As I said, you've got to have good data in the in the tool to be able to help sales. But once you've made that investment, you know, your orders, the vast majority should be able to process smoothly and they'll waste, stop wasting time. On researching orders, getting the manual approvals, having to log things uh, manually. So when you add up all that time, and let alone the what you could have spent, your opportunity, to, your opportunity cost. Right? Do I want a renewal rep who is a renewal and expansion person spending, you know, an hour per renewal having to research the contract, or do I want that person spending an hour figuring out what's the next? upsell prospecting into the account. I mean, that, that's how I'd rather everybody would rather their, them spend their time. So it's an easy financial exercise if you put pen to paper on all the inefficiencies in your process. And right now with COVID, I mean, every all the reps are trying to move faster. And they they're suffering with the fact that right now things that were manual, they're having to go to all these people virtually um, and the routing is unclear. You know, people don't know what the statuses of things are if they don't have a good CPQ helping them track. So in any event um, really for a scale up environment, there's no question that the CPQ implementation is such an integral part of helping the businesses become more efficient and reach that scale in a you know, controlled. Um, and frankly, it, it, it will improve the overall experience, not just for your reps, but for your customers, right? I mean, at the end of the day, you start your CPQ implementation with your uh, end customer in mind, and not just thinking about the, again, the one sale, but thinking about the new business, upsell, cross-sell, renewal process. And that's exactly where um, things start, like I said, to fall down if you don't plan with that in mind. But The CPQ is that's part of what it is built for is to help that whole life cycle.